I was ready to end it all on my birthday. Hi everyone, thank you for coming back to another episode of Chris Grant Rants, and we have a special episode for you today. We have Katie in the building, and uh, it's been a very, it was a very, very good episode, and uh, you guys are going to love it, and um, yeah, this is a little pre-rant before I start the interview. If you don't want to listen to it, of course, you could always skip ahead, but I got a little pre-rant for you, you know, something I think you'll be interested in. I had such birthday depression. I don't know. It, that was the first time I've ever felt that way. I think it's because I'm probably out of the school system or whatever the case may be. But like, I was like, when I woke up, I was so depressed. Like, I was out, like, I was shouting people out, cause you know, I felt I felt a lot of love for the people around me the the night before, and then I was like, man, this is just a that's just a good beat to just end on not saying i was actually gonna do anything or anything like that i don't want people to think i'm suicidal but i was just like man i'm fucking bored i I wasn't really sad or anything but it was just like life really was just really boring at this point um there was nothing new or exciting happening and i think covid really just hit me in the back of the head you know um hit me in the back of the head because a lot of i mean well things are picking back up um but it kind of just like i was like i had a momentum going on and then it kind of just undercut me so it's like I gotta refine the the passion and the drive and the momentum, and um, it's just it's very it's, it was a very weird thing. So this birthday that just passed, it was unlike any other birthday. It was so strange. I was just like, bruh, like, shit. You know what I mean? Um. Uh. But then uh, my brother said, "All right, come on, let's let's go um, let's go eat." And he took me out to eat, and uh, we he gave me some weed, which helped. And then I, I uh, therapized my bartender, which was awesome. And I got over it. But um, I think the major thing about me right now that's going on is that COVID kind of like cut off my college career to where like I'm still on spring break mode. Like this has been the longest spring break of my life. I'm ready to go back to school. You know what I mean? And they kind of didn't really give me that closure that I kind of would have had if I would have fi- finished out my college career the way it was supposed to be. So I don't, I don't really have any closure. So I kind of feel like I'm in this loophole of I'm still in college, but now I'm an adult. And it's just this weird thing where I'm kind of like, you know, at ends with, with both realities. You know what I mean? I haven't accepted one and I haven't closed the other. And now I'm at this point where I got to like adult and, you know, do shit to survive. And it's like, well, what? but I have world theater on Friday. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know, bro. I'm at a weird point. I really am. I'm at like a, like a, what do they call it? A limbo. I'm at like a limbo uh, at 23, which is midway to 30, technically, right? I don't know. Actually, no, 25 is, oh, that was embarrassing. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It feels like it. I don't know. Um but uh i don't know i definitely this covid shit really like i don't know if it affected anybody else as strongly as it has but it definitely hit me like a brick in the head man like i'm kind of a person that goes with momentum you know when shut when something's going i'm going you know what i mean i'm on the train i'm headed towards oblivion i'm on it and when that train stops 
you know what I mean? It's just hard to really get the get the tracks going again for me at least. And I know a lot of people out there were like, "Well, you you just you can't think about that, brother. You just have to, you know, tighten up your bootstraps and go out there and go get it." That's really you know, it's fucking easier said than done. You know what I mean? There's a lot, um, but I mean, I, there's a lot of people out there thriving, bossing up, and I I, I appreciate that and I love that. Um, I'm just trying to do. I'm just trying to do little things here and there to stay in my creative zone, in my creative spaces. Uh, I've been trying to make fucking music, I guess, to just be creative. To, um, I mean, really, it's it's. I have no future in music. I don't. I don't want to do music. I just am doing it to just do something creative. My play. I'm really trying to fucking focus on because I need to submit it somewhere that I'm kind of slacking in. And this this previous job that I had really didn't help me because oh it just really made me like a human being in sense of like I'm a slave to society. So yeah, this birthday of mine, I almost like just went to the woods and just kept walking <laughs> and just like yeah, I would never, I would never, ever, ever, ever harm myself. God forbid. I don't know what, what the future holds, but God forbid. Um, but I was just like, I'm just gonna go to the woods and just walk. <laughs> gonna keep walking until I don't know where I am and I get hungry and I go to sleep because I was like man this 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 story man is it's a little boring I'm kind of done reading it or living it I should say and like I said I know it sounds a lot more dreary and droopy but I'm a believer in reincarnation so my my whole thing behind it was I'm just ready for the next reality at this point this reality is a little bit boring um, and I feel like that's like with Tupac and all those other people felt too you know they kind of they just knew that there's there's something else out there for me and i've accomplished a lot here so not saying i've accomplished a lot yet i know there's a lot still out there for me blah 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 whatever but i don't know i think you know once i fulfilled a lot of the dreams and destinies that i've planned pl uh, planned out to do it's like you know what what's next oh but chris you know you could take acting this way and that way and do this and that yeah that's true but I don't know. I'm not really fulfilled in any worldly material things. I, I don't really gain any satisfaction in that shit. I know some people who are like, who have that drive, like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to prove this person wrong, or I'm going to prove myself wrong, or I'm going to prove myself right. You know, they have that internal drive where it's like, yeah, like, you know, I got to I gotta do this because I need to make sure that I'm at this place at this point in life, or I have to prove to this person that I'm successful, or I have to prove to myself that I could do this when everyone thought I couldn't do that, or when I could, thought I couldn't do that, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't care about any of that shit, which is a downfall. It's not a good thing. It's a good thing and a, and a bad thing. It's a good thing because it's like, well, I have nothing to prove to anybody. So all that external material bullshit is just meaningless. Meaningless. Life is about living and dying, and anything in between is just... I don't know. Uh, ketchup and mustard. <laughs> but then again, it's a bad thing because you're in this incarnation and this reality because you're supposed to do something. You're supposed to. You're not here for no reason. Everyone here who's born on Earth, there is a purpose and a reason. You know what I mean? It's not. Just, it's not a fucking accident. And I guess my purpose. But but what I found is that my purpose and my reasoning was to make sure that the other people I love and and respect and enjoy don't kill themselves. So that's 
really what I found to be my only purpose, well not my only purpose, but one of the main purposes here is to make other people not fucking get depressed and off themselves. And it's just like, well, I'm kind of bored of that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like uh, like a sponge a lot of the time, and I know, you know, I guess uh, I um, some someone has to take, you know, help someone lighten the load off. And I'm glad to do that. Don't think I'm, you know, complaining or anything here. I'm, I'm glad to help those in need if they do need me. But um, I feel like the 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 trait of that is like, all right, I've experienced that a few times, so I'm ready for the next. What's the next trait? What's the next reality? What's the next incarnation? Um, but that's how I felt on my birthday. Now I kind of got over it. Um, I'm back to my usual self. My birthday though it was pretty weird. Um, but yeah, man, um, I am just in a limbo right now at 23, uh, at 23, I am totally lost, completely lost. And, uh, I'm, I'm now filling out like passport shit because I need to go around the world. Uh, hopefully I don't end up in a Buzzfeed unsolved video. <laughs> that's always been one of my biggest fears if I go around the world like some someone will find me and chop me up into a million pieces god forbid but I guess if that happened then it was gonna happen anyway and I just need to fucking do it and get it over with so I'm just gonna go around the world and say fuck it uh, that's my goal that's my plan I'm 20 I'm in my early 20s uh, I, and I'm just gonna go I don't need anybody to help me I don't need anybody to go with me I'm just gonna go travel and I'm gonna meet people and I'm gonna risk my life a few times and uh god god with god be with me I, i'll come back home and have a whole bunch of stories and experiences to tell you guys um but that that's that's my goal and i'm gonna travel as quick as i can and uh here's katie oh uh, katie's back heck yeah it's oh. Good to be oh my god this ha this is amazing katie this is amazing i'm glad to have you on um, it's honored to be back. I know we've been talking about it for a while, but I don't want to. I don't want to spoil what we're about to talk about today. So I'll wait. Of course, of course. Well, I want to thank you for helping me get out of retirement, Katie. You, you really set the fire here. You know, you reignited the fire. Really? That's of course. I mean, honestly, when me and Lucian called you, we were like, what do you mean you're retiring? Like, <laughs> what do you mean you're retiring? We were like, mm. <laughs> Right, right. Sounds suspicious. Sounds spooky. I, I know. But um, you know what? I said I got to go back. And uh, and it's only an honor to have you back. It's the person, one, one half of the people who brought me out of retirement. So thank you for coming back on. Um and without further ado, I want to say a welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chris Grant Rants. It's been a while since I've said that. Um, and today, we have a special guest returning onto the podcast. Um, if you've listened to a previous episode, this was uh, the Backstreet Boys episode. And yeah. uh, <laughs> we we brought her back and because uh, we have a very special topic we're going to be talking about for a little bit um i want to re-welcome to the podcast katie in the building everybody hell yeah <laughs> um katie so before we get into to our topic how how how's life been how have you been um you know just been busy but i'm actually like feeling good for once since school's like done for for the semester so thank god 
Right, right. Um, what, what, what year are you going into? I'm gonna be a junior. It sounds a little scary saying that, but like the sooner I get out of here, the better. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's true. But uh, that's it goes fast, man. Time is going real fast. Jeez, yeah, Louis. like like it seems like yesterday I walked into like the building and I was like a freshman and I was like meeting everybody and now I'm a junior. It's insane. You're an upper. You have to teach all the little ones now. Oh, heck no, I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> they can learn from someone else. I cannot do that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what about the classes? I mean, I've been gone for a year, but a lot's changed dramatically. So how have the classes been? Okay, so for the first semester, they were on Zoom, which was cool. Not cool, but like it was like, I'm home, so I could do schoolwork and also chill. At times, I kid you not, I would change my Zoom background to a picture of me looking like I'm still there, but I wouldn't be there. <laughs> right. O only like once in a while. But then the next semester that happened, uh, I only had like two in-person classes. They were cool. Um, and then I had Zoom classes still. But yeah, that's pretty much it. And now I think everything next semester is going to be in person. So that's pretty cool. That's what's up. That's what's up. So um, are they requiring all the students to get vaccinated or how's that? How's Kane doing this? OK, so according to the email from our president, he said that they're supposed to get fully vaccinated. But if you have like a reason, like a religious reason or whatever, you have uh, to like send in something like I think like a, a, a letter or something. I don't really know. But yeah. Oh, wow. You know, you know, those kids who are real anti-vax are going to come up with something out their ass. Yeah, but I'm just going to stay far away from that. I'm going to be like, that's your <laughs> thing. I'm going to do my thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what? I'm glad things are at least starting to, to get back to normal. It was a real wild ride. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Without further ado, let's let's get into the, the real meat and potatoes of this conversation. It might not last too long because I probably have to go to work in a little bit, but we're going to go in on this. And um, it's about one of my favorite musicals of all time, Rent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that there's a lot of Rent haters out, out here, Katie. There's a lot of them. I don't get why. This movie's like pure perfection. So, so you fell in love with the... Have you ever seen the play? Um, no, I was trying to go see it when it was on tour for like the, I think like 25 year anniversary, but that did not happen. So, oh man, if you like the movie, you know, what's funny is that I could never finish the movie as a kid. Really? <laughs> I could never finish it. I, it would be like 30 minutes in and then uh, they would just be like partying indoors. And I'm like, I thought this movie was about rent. <laughs> and then I just turned it off. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I never finished the movie, but my teacher, Miss Cataret, she, um, invited me to see this play, the, the rent play, uh, with the community theater performing it. And I was like, oh, that's the movie thing. I mean, I guess I'll see it. The, you know, tickets are free. And I saw it and man, I was blown away. I was like, this is the greatest musical ever. I honestly want to see it in person, like so badly. Like that's on my bucket list, seeing rent in person. Katie, I'll perform all the parts for you for free. <laughs> Period. I'll, I'll look crazy on the street, but <laughs> one man show. One, one man, man show. show. Um, no, but um, 
where so where do you rank Brent in your uh, in your top musicals? Um, so like, okay, so I have two different kinds of lists. I have musicals I've seen in person and musicals I haven't seen. And Brent is number one on the musicals I haven't seen because like, it's just like in person, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. just like, it's incredible. It's the best like musical ever made, but also the best like movie musical ever made because like every other movie musical I've seen, I'm always like, "Eh, something's not right. Something's missing. Mm, Right, right. And you know, I would I would assume that people would like this movie also because of its uh, progressive nature, you yeah. know. But some some uh, some rent haters out there, uh, they're like, oh, they weren't the first to, you know, Cloud Nine existed with Carol Churchill and blah blah blah. You know what? I don't care. Rent made. I mean, Rent inspired uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, and, and he gave us all this crap. So. I think that people need to put more respect on Rent's name, you know? Also, like, the Jonathan Larson, like, yo, yeah. full-on full on king. That's a gangster right there, man. I said, uh, I tweeted one day back in my, my younger days that uh, Jonathan Larson is the Tupac of Broadway. Period. <laughs> Period. Let me, let me, I, I gotta explain for all my viewers who are just dumbfounded by what I just said. Uh, <laughs> listen, okay? He was somebody, right, who came in the game, right, and instantly was effing-ish up. He predicted he was going to die in a way, and he died in 96, the same year Tupac died. I mean, one plus one equals two, guys. Jonathan Larson is Tupac of Broadway. You know what? Period. Like, honestly, Great explanation of that. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. I I, I was trying to go somewhere. Hopefully I did. Um, <laughs> but nah, man, that, that is, you know, what's, what's a, what's a show that you really love that everyone hates? Like it doesn't have to be what we we're just talking about. Um, Full House. So many of my friends hate on that show. I don't know why. I don't get it. <laughs> really? Why? Why do they not like it? They think it's, like, stupid, or they make fun of Bob Saget. I mean, like, who wouldn't make fun of Bob Saget? But, like, I always try to be like, guys, but this show inspired me to act. And they're like, yeah, but, like, it's just not that good. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> no, yeah, I I, uh, I feel that. I, I, I mean, I, we all grew up with Full House, you know, on Nick at Night and wherever. I, it's crazy that there's Full House haters out there. I listen, I like, oh, sorry, think- no, go ahead. No, it's all good. I think there's haters for, like, every show. Like, I feel like people, there has to be, like, one hater for each show. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely people who just like to be, like, anti, you know, what everyone else thinks. Like, oh, you, you, you like that show? <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> it's like, shut up. Let people <laughs> enjoy things. Oh, my God. No, but it's, it's, um... It's crazy. I think one show that I like that um a lot of people hate is Friends. Oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I don't understand the Friends slander. Like if you watch one episode, I mean, you just got to watch one episode, at least for me, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I love Friends. I don't think I don't think that I don't know what people would want out of it. Yeah, so they, I yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people started hating on it more because, like, I remember in high school, Friends was getting, like, big on Netflix. And everybody wouldn't stop talking about it. So some people that, like, started watching it before it got big were like, mm, 
now you're all ruining for me. Like, no, don't say that. Don't you want like your favorite show to get hype? Like, come on. Right. Everybody wants to be a hipster. Everyone wants to find something before it was cool. But this show ended in 2004. It, everybody who saw it then saw it before it was quote unquote cool. So we got to stop getting on our high horse here, you know? Yeah, for sure. Speaking of 2004, Katie, do you feel old yet? Or do you still feel, you know, young and rejuvenated? Because like you said, you're a junior and time's going by. By this time next year, you'll be uh, going into your senior year and you'll almost be done with college. So, like, I still feel like a child because the other day somebody thought that I was still in high school by the way I looked, like my face. And I was like, you know what? I vibe with that because when I was in high school, I think my sophomore year of high school, somebody thought that I was an eighth grader visiting for the day. And I was like, oh, heck no. Oh, heck no. Oh, my God. Well, that's a good thing. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because like when you're 30, people still think you're like, you know, 25 or 24 or something. Period. It's a good thing, man. So so what age do you consider? At least for yourself, like, wow, I'm old. Um, Maybe when I'm, like, mm, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe when I get to 80, I don't know. <laughs> I, love that. I love that energy. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, this is a good thing to go back to Rent real quick. Can we talk about how a lot of the cast still looked so young in the movie? Like, some of them looked like they were in their late 20s. Because I remember... They had to switch out the person that played Mimi in the Broadway production because um, she was getting a little older. So they had Rosario Dawson come in as Mimi, which, yeah. Yeah, I did. I mean, when I first saw the movie, I knew that she wasn't the original. And I was like, oh, why did they kick out the original? But I think Daphne Rubin Vega was probably like smoking a little bit too much cigarettes and it kind of <laughs> aged her. You know, I saw it in the Heights recently and I was like, man, shit. You know, I mean, she wasn't. She looked bad. She didn't look bad, but you know. No, but yeah, she definitely looked a little different. She looked a little different, yeah. Um, because I saw the 1996 highlights, and I saw the I saw the 1996 play on bootleg, and you know, she was real young, youthful. Out tonight, <gasps> and you know, it's like time. Time will really beat you up if you don't respect it. But um, no, yeah, it's kind of amazing that most of all the original people were able to do the the movie because, I mean, if you look at In the Heights, you know, it's only been, when they shot it, it was like, they shot it probably in 2019 and it was supposed to release 2020. Yeah. So that's about 11 years after In the Heights was on Broadway, you know, was on Broadway. Rent was the same deal. It got mm. on Broadway around 96 and then the movie came out around 2006. And you could see the vast difference of the cast in In the Heights and the cast in rent it's like those guys really kept together their their youthfulness it's crazy yeah and like the other oh wait this is very important i wanted to bring on i think everybody sleeps on tracy thomas and rent i think we should just talk about that real quick because i'm always oh. like she's my queen <laughs> yeah man I, I fuck with tracy thomas she she kills it man i, I wonder what she's been doing i haven't heard too much from Tracy I, Thomas. I know she's still like, because like I have her Instagram notifications on, gotta keep up with her. Uh, <laughs> I know like she was in the 2014 version of Annie, and then she was in this movie called Yesterday, I think. It's a Netflix movie. I'm not gonna watch it. It looks oh. really bad. Okay. <laughs> but she's not starring in it. So I'm like, 
yeah, I can miss this one. Mm, yeah, I know I recently saw her on Catfish. She was she was getting catfished by a fan. Oh my god, really? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, she was on Catfish. No and uh, that's the last I've seen of her. So, But nah, she was killing it, man. That, um, that high note in, in Seasons of Love, man, she was amazing. I'm like, please give me your talent. Give it to me. Give it to me now. <laughs> oh man, what's what's one what's one thing that you wish that you were superior at talent wise? Like, what's one thing you're like, nobody could fucking top me at this that you'd want? You know? Mm, I'm. Mm, I wish I could be like super duper duper flexible because I'm like one of those actors that are like singing and acting's my first, and then dancing's like the last thing. So. I see. So you want to you that would make, if you were that flexible, you'd be a triple threat immediately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Word up. Word up, Katie. Um how okay, so well no, you're still in college, so I was going to say how has like the acting world been during and post COVID, but I guess uh Holly and them have been keeping you guys pretty busy. Well, I mean, I've been doing some things outside of school because, like, uh-huh. I can. Yeah, let's um, talk about it. Yeah, what's, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm like, really what's, excited. What's you, what have you been up to? Okay, so I've been working at this um, virtual theater company. It's literally called the Virtual Theater Co. And it was started by um, my good friend, Alyssa Juwani. She is a NYU freshman now going to be a sophomore. And she started this like uh, theater company because like, you know, like we wanted to keep theater alive like during everything. And we've had a lot of productions so far, a lot of cabarets. We do classes. It's a lot of fun. And like, I love everybody I work with. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's tight. That's tight. So, all right, that's amazing. Listen. Katie, I'm, uh, this whole uh, experience was a trip for me. I'll tell you that, man. Um, I don't know. It felt like um, like the, the end of the world was nigh. And I just meant for acting. <laughs> it's kind of like being like in the Shakespeare times where like Shakespeare would have like a plague every other week. And they'd be like, well, we got to close the theater down. And then everyone like starts being a sharecropper for like a month. Mm-hmm. I got to learn how to farm, Katie. I got to learn how to grow my own food. You think, you think that'd be successful in that being a farmer? I mean, maybe if you like got one of those books that says like uh, farming for dummies, then we can. Yeah. You have what? I said I have like a bunch of those books. Like like one year for Christmas, my mom got me those like acting for dummy books. and Because I asked for acting books, which meant monologue books. But I guess I didn't clarify. So when I opened up my Christmas gift, I was like, Oh, okay. But it's okay. Oh, and you said farming. <laughs> I actually have been to a farm before. The only thing I love about it is going by the cows. That is all I want when I go to a farm. I want to look at the cows. I want to get near one. I think they're cool. Do you have we, a cow story? Um, Actually, no. But I have, like, I went to a carnival one time. And, like, there was cows. But then they had, like, one of those, like, fake cow dolls that you can, like, pull the udder and like it wasn't working and then finally like I like pulled it really hard and then water went up in my face and I was like why why but yeah 
it's not that funny, but like, it's not that. <laughs> like, I bet everybody listening was like, "Oh my god, did Katie get like hit by a cow?" Like, no, I didn't, guys. Sorry to like disappoint. Right. Um. Nah, man. You know, I always um, I always wanted to to ride on top of a cow. I think cows are underrated. No, yeah, for sure. So I always wanted to have one to to just walk around a pasture, and um. It just moo at people who I commanded to. Moo. <laughs> remember, uh, remember, remember uh, back at the barnyard. Oh my god, yo! They just put that on HBO Max, and I love the movie, and I also love the show, so I will be binge watching. Like I'm ready. <laughs> oh, this was. A... No, Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Otis was my king. Like, love him. Mm-hmm. That's such a classic, man. It sucks that they like. I feel like they took it off the, off a of TV like for years, man, for nothing. No, yeah, like after the show ended, they literally like because you know when like a show ends, they'll do reruns of it for a little bit. They didn't do that. They just said, "Okay, guys, uh, the show's over now. It's gone." <laughs> I think Nick does that. I don't know why Nick does that with a lot of their shows. It's it's insane. I mean, fucking the Mighty B. You know, <gasps> right? stop or like Jenny the Teenage Robot. Come on, like these are shows that at least give them a goddamn rerun, please. Because they they put a lot of them on Teen Nick, but here's the here's the gag. Here's the gag. <laughs> Teen Nick is like an add on. Like you have to spend more money for like your cable, and I'm like, see, like no, bro, Mm-mm. Katie, I have Teen Nick. It's just Zoe 101 and Drake and Josh. I mean, yeah, they're, they're classics, but goddamn, where's the cartoons at? You know. Can we just talk about how Hulu has Drake and Josh, but, like, the first season is only two episodes? And I'm like, that's not correct. They only have half the episodes of Drake and Josh on Hulu. Like, why? 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 Yeah, literally, why? I don't get that. Like, somebody should, like, fix that. Like, Hulu, please contact Nick. Make their con- make the contract more, like, I don't know, better. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest putting a show on my platform it's not going to be the whole goddamn show you know yeah it's very weird oh it might man. it might be on paramount plus can we talk about how many streaming services are coming out now like can you all chill i do not have okay. the money to get this, all that this is the beginning of the end i'll tell you this for sure because you know with television television was uh remarkable let, let me okay you know i'm gonna rant a little bit here katie if you don't mind oh i don't mind at all go ahead <laughs> so when so radio used to be the first form of uh you know mass entertainment because everyone could listen to it at the same time get all the channels and it was free you just bought the radio and you got everything then television came around and you can see what these people were saying so you can see fucking you know charlie chaplin and all these people do all this crazy shit and now it's like oh my god this is amazing but there's only three channels channel five six and seven or whatever so it's like, okay, this is cool, but not better than the radio. The radio has more channels. So then people put more channels on the TV, and it was just free. You had to just buy the TV, maybe pay for cable. I, I don't know how it worked in, like, the 60s. But you just had to buy two things, and you get all this shit for free. And so that's been going on, and that's been going on, and that's been going on. But then the, the, the prices of TVs and cable went up. So now people are like, well, we need a cheaper option. And Netflix came around and all these, all these people and said, we're going to have all your favorite shows on this one streaming service and it's like tv but it's cheaper and you get to just need you just need wi-fi in the app and then that was revolutionary and then disney plus and paramount and hbo said well 
why don't we just take the shows owned by us, take it off of this, and own it for ourselves? And they're basically just doing the same thing over again. It's going to be TV, except we pay for all the channels that we want to watch. Sorry. It's ridiculous, because, like, Peacock is, like, owned by NBC, and at first they were like, oh, yeah, everything's free for a little bit. And I was like, for a little bit? What do you mean, a little bit? So Parks and Rec is on there, and I've been wanting to watch that, but I was like, I have a schedule of what I'm currently watching. Like, right now, I'm watching The West Wing, and then I have a rewatch show for when The West Wing gets a little too sad, (laughs) because it could get a lot. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll watch Parks and Rec next. One day I was like, mm, tapping into Peacock.com. And it was like, mm, you need premium Peacock. I'm like, mm-hmm. excuse me? Excuse me? What the heck? Katie, this is the beginning of the end. It, it, this is, this is going to be, it's going to be a thing where streaming services were like, wow, we're giving these people a little bit too much. Now we're going to take it back. So now it's like if you want to watch Parks and Rec, you need a whole streaming service just to watch one show. And if you want to watch Friends, you need a whole streaming person uh, uh, service just to watch that. And if you want to watch Chowder, you need a whole – it's like you need to buy the whole service just to watch one show. This is ridiculous here. I'm sorry. Did you just say Chowder? That, that show, I have not heard anybody talk about Chowder in so long. Oh, that's a classic, man. It's a classic. Chowder, Flapjack, that era of Cartoon Network was chef's kiss. Foster's Home. Foster's Home, Imaginary Friends. You know what's funny is that when I was a kid, I used to always, I always gauged how old I am through max age. (laughs) So, like, if I was below eight, I was like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And then once I got, like, older than eight, I was like, haha, I'm better than Mac. And I wanted to, like, kick his ass or something. He, like, annoyed me at times. I don't know why. Maybe it's just the way he looked. It looked like I can kick him on the side of the curb. Like, give him a little, <laughs> like kick him. He, he looked like uh, Pursuit of Happiness Jaden Smith with the oh. hair and stuff oh, to me. Yep, yep. I, I could see that. I could see that. Um, uh, but I don't know. I, I just think, like I said, it's the beginning of the end. Because then when, once, once TV shows start doing this, then music is going to start doing it. And now if you want to listen to your favorite album, you know, Universal, like whoever owns it, Universal, they're going to have their own Apple Music streaming shit. And fucking Def Jam is going to have their own shit. And I mean, look at look at look at uh, Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? She has mm-hmm. to re-record all of her fucking music because someone owns it and they want to fucking do whatever they want with it. I mean, it's not on a different streaming service, of course, but I'm saying entertainment is just. Money, money, money. It's just so selfish now. It's not even like about the people. It's about how much money you can get. As a Swifty, her new re-recorded stuff so far, Chef's Kiss. I love it yes. so much. Where shout out? I mean, yeah, shout out to Taylor Swift. She actually, what she's doing is she's revolutionizing the music industry. Yeah, she is. You know what I mean? So shout out to Taylor Swift because artists are now realizing that after a certain amount of time, if someone owns your masters or blah 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 blah. you can re-record all your old shit send it out and you get a hundred percent of the money from that from that um from your music which is genius it's fucking genius mm-hmm. for sure for so, sure shout out to to taylor swift when did you become a a, a swifty okay so i became a swifty actually with her first album that says taylor swift like it's literally named taylor swift 
because it came out on my birthday when I was six and like I forgot what song I heard first but I genuinely like fell in love and was like I want to hear more of this person who is she and then the fearless album came out and I was just like oh yeah mm-hmm. I'm a full-on Swifty let's go let's go <laughs> what year did that the fearless album come out like 2011 um i'm gonna double check because okay. watch all the swifties come at me being like oh my god you don't know Ugh. oh lord 2008 2008 i thought it was 2008 but i was like mm, let me do a quick fact check i don't want to be like fox news and give everybody fake news oops right right oops. Wow, so, so taylor swift's been in the game for a, a, a while yeah yeah she okay. is like winning she's winning yeah, I mean to be in the game since what like what when did the 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 self-titled album drop? Uh 2006. Oh, okay. So, wow. So to be in the game for Jesus, 15 years? Mhm. I th- I think so. I'm not really good at I'm not good at math sometimes. Well, 15 into 20 is 5. So 16 and 21 is also 5. So yeah, 15 years. So to be in the game for 15 years, I mean, that's a long fucking time. She doesn't even look like she's been in the game that long. You know what I mean? Which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, this is um, this is now a Taylor Swift uh, stan account. I mean, that's what, <laughs> that's what you get for writing about all, like, your ex-lovers. Because you know what they always say? Like, there's always, like, a glow up after, like, a breakup. So, like, she keeps glowing up after each breakup. <laughs> Word. No, nah, I, I respect it, man. I think that, um, you know, as a creative, you should be able to not get screwed over when it comes to something you made. You know, no one no one was in that writing room. No one came up with those songs and ideas. And I think you should get the most amount of money and credit. So, you know, shouts out to T-Swift, yo. T-Swift in the house! So, um, um, I don't think this podcast episode is going to be too long. Actually, I think I'm going to make all of them around 30 minutes. So I think we've come to a a, a great ending. I think this was a great podcast. And uh, any final words for for the Americans out there who are listening? Um, stream Taylor Swift's Fearless Taylor's Version album. <laughs> yes, it, it is dire that you guys do that. And... Um, since you've been on, I really, I can't even ask you any of the, those questions that I usually do because you already answered them. So I guess with that, I guess we'll say goodbye to the people out there. Bye, besties. Peace out. And uh, with that, I want to thank everyone for coming on to yet another episode of Chris Grant Rants. This has been Chris Grant with Katie, and I'm signing off.